You are listening to the Business Society Podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com columnist. The Business Society community is where business owners come together to learn about real business, common problems, and real solutions. Are you a successful business owner who is now ready to learn how to increase your profit margins so that you can keep more money in your pocket and build your personal net worth? You are in the right place. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I share with you real advice that will help you increase the profit in your business and build your net worth. I know you're a genius at what you do, regardless of what profession you're in, and I'm here to help you make sense of the money and other pressing business issues. Have a business problem? We'll find real business solutions. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Business Society Podcast. So it's the last episode of 2021, and it's episode number 81. So I can't believe another year has flown by. And what a year it's been, both personally and professionally. How good was 2021 for your business? It's really important to have a look back and see how far you've come. We've had a lot of noise happening since 2020 and the pandemic started. And, you know, all of us have been facing challenges in our business and our personal lives. And, you know, hopefully 2022 will be the year where we put that all behind us and we hit a sense of normalcy again. I am feeling super hopeful about that. But it's really important, especially these days, to have a look back in your business and see how far you've come. See what's happened throughout this last year, because a lot of things can happen in a year. And it's always good to see what your wins are, what maybe didn't work out so well, and how you can improve overall. Because business is about overall improvement. Year over year over year, you're going to be growing and improving and, you know, you'll have new goals to lead your business. And there's just, you know, so much possibility. So think about what went well and what didn't work and everything in between. It's through reflection that we take away lessons and we can make improvements. This is just feedback that we're getting from our business. It's nothing to take personally if you didn't meet your goals. It's, you know, nothing to take personally. You just take the feedback and understand what you need to improve in order to meet them. And if you met your goals, fantastic. If you exceeded them, really zone in, like zone in on what's working and really try to apply that across the board in your business so that everything is going really, really well. You know, part of business is just experimentation and we see what works and what doesn't. And then we take that and we move on from it. Okay, so when you're listening to this episode, it will likely be December 27th or the week of, and chances are you're in the middle of your holiday festivities. So I want to thank you for tuning in because it's quite an honor to be in your ear, especially during the holiday season. But, you know, Christmas has passed and 2022 is upon us. So I wish you the happiest of holiday seasons. I wish you warmth and safety and prosperity. So I'm so grateful that you're here with me and tuning in to the Business Society podcast. I am passionate about helping entrepreneurs and business owners reach their financial goals. So please, if you like what you're hearing, please hit subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review. 
This will help me reach many, many more business owners so I can help them too. My goal is to get this information out to as many business owners as possible. Because we hear a lot about marketing and copywriting and sales and, you know, all sorts of stuff, which is really, really important for our businesses. But there's not a lot of people talking about how to manage your business finances. And considering that 82% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement, I find that it's really important to get this information out there to as many people as we can so that we can help them and ensure that they are going to create profitable businesses that will be there for the longevity. So just because we're in the holiday season right now does not mean that I'm not going to talk about business because we're talking about business today and I'm here to remind you of what you need to do as the business owner to start the new year off on the right foot. Okay, so I want to know, how are you feeling about 2022? Are you feeling anxious? Do you feel like, you know, 2022 is the year? Are you feeling like, you know, you've got this? You know, really think about how you're feeling about it. And I want to know if you've mapped out your financial goals and plan for your business for 2022. So I've done mine and I've planned for growth in my business for 2022. I'm excited to hit the ground running in 2022 and start reaching my goals. So if you know me by now, you know that I really value creating a financial plan for your business. And as we're hitting on a new year and the majority of businesses follow the calendar year as their fiscal year, now is a great time to ensure that you are setting your business up for financial success in 2022. So I always say to my clients, the first thing you need to do is ensure that those sales are coming in. The second thing you need to do is ensure that you are managing your money well, because money management is extremely important. As I mentioned earlier in that statistic, I'll repeat it again. 82% of businesses fail due to financial mismanagement. So if you can manage your finances, you've already increased the odds of the longevity of your business. So this is really important information. It may not be as, you know, fun or sexy as, you know, marketing and messaging and, you know, connection calls and whatever you have, you know, connecting with your clients, whatever, but it's still a mandatory process of being a business owner. So what I did this year in from October to December I offered VIP half-day sessions to work with me to create a financial plan for 2022. So this involved, you know, me working one-on-one with my clients and we created their business financial goals. And then we created that 12-month forecast, you know, going from January 2022 to December and planned out month by month by month how they were going to reach their financial goals overall for 2022. And if you're planning on growth, it is a manageable growth process that we map out that you need to understand what's achievable throughout the year. So this gets me super excited because I know that having a financial plan in your business helps you create the best possible business that you can create. Okay. But having a financial plan, as great as it is, you need to monitor your progress against your goals and your plan each and every month as well. So during that VIP half day, I take my clients through that entire process. And then if you need support throughout the year, I have packages to offer the support as well. 
So this works out for my smaller businesses who don't necessarily meet the heavy one-on-one coaching throughout the year, but they need touch points and they need to understand how to create their financial plan. So it's a win-win where you're still managing your money, but you're not investing as much into a program to get you through it. So my goal is to ensure that all of you have a financial plan for 2022, whether you've done it yourself. And if you have, that's absolutely fantastic. But if you need help, remember that I am here to help you. So this is a great opportunity for smaller businesses who need the, the accountability, but you don't have to spend thousands of dollars on a coaching program. So it has really worked well this year for the clients that did choose to do this. And, you know, I I deal with a lot of different clients. There's a lot of tears, a lot of overwhelm, a lot of fear when they come to me and want to work together. And then by the end of the session, even just a three hour session, it's like, wow, okay, they feel transformed. They feel like I can handle this. This is not as hard as I thought it would be. And I feel good going forward, knowing that I have a goal and I know how to monitor my goals against what I'm actually doing. Since we're talking about it, I'm going to mention that there are three different ways that you can work with me. The first is I have a course suite. It's called the Business Society Course Suite, and it consists of three courses plus plenty of bonus material. So if you're interested in self-study, you can go to my website at melissahoustoncpa.com and go to the offers page, and it's all listed there. So that's for self-study individuals. The second way you can work with me is the one-on-one business coaching where I offer a variety of programs that you can choose from. And then the third way you can work with me, and this is a relatively new service that I've offered, but it's very helpful to my clients who are larger and they don't necessarily have the time to be in their business and monitoring it very closely and that is through Fractional CFO Services. So I have started an agency. It's called the Fractional CFO Agency, and you can check it out at thefractionalcfoagency.com. I will leave a link in the show notes as well. So if you're a larger business and you're looking for this type of solution, I am there to help as well. So for those of you who want to create your financial plan for 2022 with me, it's not too late. So let's get something scheduled in January. So I've opened up my calendar with a few more half-day VIP sessions, and I'm offering them on a first-come, first-served basis. So make sure that you grab a spot if you need help with your financial plan. So you can book a free 15-minute consult with me to discuss this further, and I will leave the link in the show notes. And you can also book a consult with me if you know you want to work with me, but you're not sure in exactly what capacity. We'll work it out. We'll figure out if we're a good match to work together and then how we can serve you better. Okay, so back to it being the end of the fiscal year for most business owners and it being a time to reflect on what happened in your business over the year. Looking at your income statement broken down month by month for the year can offer a lot of insight to what went on in your business. So you can look at trends. You can see which months are more popular or, you know, higher income earning months and understand why. So for a lot of product sellers, the holidays from November to December are usually their highest grossing months. For others, like, I don't know, I'm drawing a blank here, but like for me, my revenue is fairly consistent throughout the year, but I do find that summers 
it's definitely, you know, people are taking time for themselves and they're not as into their business. And, you know, summer is a time for relaxation and holidays and stuff. So I know when I'm planning for 2022, not to expect high revenues in the months of July and August, but I have a fairly good idea of what's going on for the rest of the year. So, and at the year end in November and December, it tends to pick up as well because a lot of people are needing help with their financial plans going forward and, you know, just just coming up with New Year's resolutions and wanting to get more involved in their business finances, which I highly encourage. Now that you're looking forward to 2022, you have a chance to start with a clean slate and get your business financial plan together and get rolling on your progress. So I want to talk about the reasons why you should create a financial plan. Because I go on a lot about how how it's so important, but let's talk about why. So the first reason is when you create a financial plan, it helps you create SMART goals for your business. So if you know that acronym SMART goals, I'm going to review it. So SMART goals means that you're setting specific goals. So it's one thing to say, I'm going to make a lot of money this year. It's another thing to say, I want to make $250,000 of revenue this year. So you can see that a $250,000 revenue goal is specific. So measurable, your goals need to be measurable. So it's very easy to measure how you're going to get to $250,000 in your business in 2022. The next one is achievable. So when you are considering your goals, you know, you may say, well, I actually want to make a million dollars of revenue this year, but maybe $250,000 is more achievable right? Especially if you're starting from last year making 100000 So you, if, if you have incremental growth, it's more reasonable to make that jump to two hundred and fifty rather than $1 million. Because if you are putting really high expectations on yourself, it's going to stress you out. And then if they're not really achievable goals, then you're going to feel bad for not meeting them. So knowing that growing your business in a smart and structured way will achieve the results that you're looking for. And then the R would be reasonable. So having a reasonable time frame to create that income is is part of SMART goals. And then T stands for time frame. So you can see how when you're creating SMART goals that you're considering quite a few aspects of setting that goal. So you can see that $250,000 of revenue for a certain business owner would be much smarter of a goal than going to a million and like jumping to a million overnight. So knowing that you've got the time frame to achieve these goals, especially in the beginning, I personally think that getting from zero to a hundred thousand is probably the hardest part of being a business owner, right? Because you're new to business, you're making a lot of mistakes, you have to learn what your your clients and customers want and need from you. You have to gain that trust. I mean, there's so much going on in the first year or so. If you don't need $100,000 in the first year, that is not uncommon. The important thing as an entrepreneur is to keep working at it and growing as an entrepreneur so that you understand how to create change for your business and ultimately lead you to success. So the second reason why I believe that you know having a financial plan is so important is you'll often hear me say, a goal without a plan is just a wish. So I mean that. So if you have in your head the idea, oh yeah, this year I want to make $250,000, 
but you haven't actually created the plan on how to achieve it, chances are you probably aren't going to achieve it, right? Because you don't really, you're not really giving yourself that grounded plan and actionable steps. So another reason is having a plan gives direction for your business and you know what you're working towards. So the way I structure your financial plan is, you know, January to December each and every month, you have goals of how much revenue you're going to be bringing in each month. So at the end of the month, so let's say January, January is the first month of the year and you know, you your financial plan said you were going to acquire five new clients in January at X amount of dollars. And the end of January has come and gone. You're now at around February 5th and your books are closed for January. Now is a great time to run that report and look at if you achieve those goals or not. So if you got your five clients at X amount of revenue and you were bang on, that's fantastic. But know that that rarely happens. Chances are you're either under or you're over. So you either fell short of your goals or you exceeded them. So if you fell short of your goals, don't take that as a, okay, that's, we're done. I failed. That's not how it works because you're taking that feedback to understand what is it? Why didn't you get those five new clients? Was it because you didn't reach out enough? Were you not connecting enough with new people? Were you not doing, you know, advertising? Is your marketing messaging off? Like there's so many reasons why you could, you may not have reached those, that goal. So take that as feedback so that you know for the month of February that these are the changes that you're going to have to make because the year is not over. Don't quit, you know, just because the first month you didn't reach your goals. And that is what one client had said to me. Well, if I make a financial plan, and in January, I don't meet my goals. Well, that kind of throws the whole plan off. And no, that's not the case. Every month you get the feedback and you make changes in order to achieve your goals. And really, that's just the best way you can do it because that's just the way life goes. You know, sometimes we make it, sometimes we don't. To quit right at the, the month of January makes absolutely no sense because we all know as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, it, it is a tough job, right? We don't leave, you know, comfy nine to five employment because we're looking for the easy way out because any entrepreneur will tell you it's a lot harder to be a business for yourself. So not achieving your financial goal right off the bat is no reason to stop. That is absolutely no reason to quit. So you have to be persistent and maybe that's where you need coaching and, you know, that support. You know, every time you look at your numbers, you may need somebody to help you and say, hey, this is why you didn't reach your goals and don't be so hard on yourself because, you know, it's just part of life. We don't give up. So another reason why having a financial plan is really effective is because it makes you accountable. So if you put these goals down on paper and you're measuring your progress against your goals, that makes you accountable to check in every month to see if you are making it or exceeding your goals. And if you're exceeding your goals, that's absolutely fantastic. But another thing you do when you're exceeding your goals is you figure out what's working well and how you can keep that momentum going or maybe even increase that momentum because there is no shame in wanting more. You know, like business is a competitive environment. 
for lack of a better word. So, I mean, most of us in business are very competitive people. So you're competing against yourself and your own results. So if you meet your goals the first month, you can increase your goals the second month. You know, you can really strive for more. There's no shame in that. So if it's working for you, fantastic. And if it's not working for you, hang in there because it will. So it's the brave people who have the courage to look at their financial statements, understand the feedback that it's giving you, and persevering. Okay, another reason why it's a good idea to have a financial plan is I already went through it, but I'll say it. It allows you to measure your progress against your goals. So again, this is very valuable feedback and you want to ensure that you're hitting your goals so you can hit your financial goals. There's nothing wrong with that. And then it creates a profitable business. And believe me when I say this, because I think this is the number one most important point of having a financial plan, is when you're creating that plan, you are ensuring that you are including a minimum of a 20% profit margin. So your profit margin is going to depend on what industry you're in and what your competitors are making, right? So if you're in the coaching industry, chances are your profit margin should be around 50%. That's just, you know, an average. If it's better, that's fantastic. If it's not better than 50%, then you want to try to tighten up that profit margin. For bakeries and restaurants, it's usually around 10%. In other industries, I would ballpark it at around 20% or 30%, depending on where you are. So you want to tighten up your profit margins because when you're creating profit for yourself, that is the money you get to keep at the end of the year, right? This is the business that you own. Profit always comes after you've paid yourself. You need to pay yourself a base salary throughout the year. So once you've paid that, you can either reinvest that profit back into your business, or if you're at the place where you're like, yeah, my business is where I want it to be, and I want to enjoy the fruits of my labor, you can also withdraw that money from your business. But you're going to have to talk to your tax accountant to ensure that however you pull that money out of your business, that you're doing it in the most tax-effective way. It's really important to create a profitable business because businesses do not survive if they are not created to be profitable. So that's another reason why it's so important, and the top reason why it's so important to monitor your financial reports and your financial progress is to ensure that you're being profitable. And the other thing too is if you're growing your business, if this is a year where you've projected to have a large growth year, then you need to ensure if your profit margin is typically around 20%, as your business grows, you want to keep that 20% consistently time over time. Your profit number will increase, but it's the profit margin that you have to watch for, right? So that's super important. And then one of the final notes that I made about why it's important to have a financial plan, and it's not limited to these seven points that I made to you. There's so many reasons. I just don't want to bore you going on and on and on. But the seventh and final reason I'm giving you today is when you know your business numbers, like you have your financial plan, it allows you as the CEO of your business to make smart and informed business decisions. So this is extremely important because quite often I see business owners who don't understand what's going on in their finances. So if you don't understand, then you don't know if the decisions that you're making are good for your business and if they're going to be profitable. 
So you really have to be mindful of what's going on with your business numbers so that you know if the decisions you're making are going to create profit for your business. So these are really important goals to keep in mind. And if you offer more than one product or service, you also want to be aware of what's going to be the profitable one that you're offering, right? Because a lot of business owners don't understand if the actual product, like maybe they've got, you know, product A, B, C, and D, and maybe product D is their best seller. But when they actually crunch the numbers, product D is like the least profit generating offer that they have. So they may want to focus more on, you know, pushing higher profit margin products. So it just depends on what's going on in your business. And you really need to understand what is going on in your business to make these financial goals. So important. Okay, so yes, I love creating the financial plan, but it is essential to monitor your progress against those goals. Smart business owners are looking at financial reports at a minimum of a monthly basis. It's important to know that financial position of your business at all times. So when you monitor your financial reports and understand your numbers, you'll get a very intimate understanding of your business. You'll understand the feedback, what your numbers are telling you, and where you need to focus on. So whatever you do for 2022, do not let fear get in the way of being the best business owner that you can possibly be. It's so important and I cannot stress this enough. So that's it for today. I am going to leave you with my best wishes to you and your loved ones for a happy and prosperous and profitable 2022. Enjoy the festivities and we'll see you back here in 2022. Thanks for listening to the Business Society podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And never forget, nobody will ever care about your money as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.